Hey guys, this is Dark Time with Hope. I am Hope. Let's do it. Let's get to it. It is June 23rd, Tuesday. And I don't know about you or where you live, but Texas, in in particular the DFW area, got a lot of rain last night and got a heck of a lot of rain today. And I'm pretty happy about that. Well, with the exception of the fact that it was H-U-M-I-D-I-T-Y because of the actual humidity, rather. Yes, I do know how to spell humid. H-U-M-I-D. But the humidity was crazy. Like, I went out to go check my bell. First split, second. I thought, oh my gosh, am I back in Houston? Like, what is it? H-U-M-I-D is going on. Not serious, guys. Like, when I lived in Houston, which was a total of five years, I did not care for the humidity. I stayed because I loved I loved my friends there. And I loved that there was so much to do there. The, you know, the International Festival. There, it was just, you know, Houston's huge. Houston's a huge city. And I, and I, you know, got comfortable with my friends there. But at the same time, I didn't care for the, for the weather. With the exception that it was really great weather for training. Before I went into the Army basic training, I, I would run every day about maybe three to five miles. And I sweat like a big dog. So I, I, can, I can attest to the fact that I think it's great weather for training for like some kind of marathon or some kind of obstacle or army basic training. But other than that, it's no bueno, guys. No bueno, which is, means no good. In Espanol, which is Spanish. So this morning I was like, what is this about? I loved it was cloudy and I loved that the weather temperature was lower than it normally had been, but not with the humidity, like you can keep the humidity. And when I was in Saudi Arabia, I'm talking 125 degrees with humidity, which was no good at all. And that's why I was like a little bit of a hermit when I was in Saudi. I'm not gonna get too much into that. Overall, it was a great day with a lot of rain and considering we hadn't had a lot of rain for a while, um, we needed it. Texas can get um, pretty dry in the sense that we don't have a lot of water coming in. And and then all of a sudden there's water everywhere and it's crazy. It's either no water or crazy amount of water. That's Texas, gotta love it. Speaking of Texas, Uh, The cases of coronavirus are continuing to go up. Yes, that is correct. The cases of coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, are on the up. They're climbing up. Up, 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 up into the sky. And that's not what we want. I will not lie. But what can we do? Like I said the other day, what can we do? This this takes us, y'all. We do it right here. Um, And I'm being sarcastic. I really hate that the numbers are going up, but uh, we're going to keep uh, everyone abreast of that. In all, and when I say we, I mean me. Hopefully it's not going to get so bad that we can't even have enough beds available in the hospitals. Because I don't know if it was 
Salt Lake, if it was Utah. But I heard today uh, that there was actually a hospital that was, uh, that was a city, a state, in, that was saying that they might need, you know, may go into an emergency because they're running out of room for critical, for the critically ill. I mean, that is seriously no bueno. Again, that's Spanish for no good. Uh, There will be a quiz at the end of this episode, so please do take notes. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm I'm fibbing. But that's crazy. And somebody told me that that's how they base everything is upon, like, uh, based upon how much uh, bed space hospitals have. And that's when we should start getting concerned is when the bed spaces become less and less um, in numbers of availability. Yeah. So, man, I'm praying, I'm praying, praying, praying that that's not going to be the case uh, in Texas and anywhere for that matter. Moving on, I had two rude passengers today. Yes, I had two rude passengers today. What do you mean? Well, thank you for asking. I will let you know. So, the first one... This is crazy, guys. So let's, I'm not going to give you the real exam, the real address, obviously, but I'm taking this, I'm taking this dude. Well, first of all, I pick this dude up. I pick him up and he gets in my car. I have to tell him, remind him to put his mask on. Gets in my car, but there's no location. There's no destination that was provided, which was odd. So when I get there, I was like, sir, there's no, uh, there's no destination. Can you please let me know where you're going? Turns out that he's not actually the person that ordered the vehicle. I guess it was his girlfriend or a female friend, whoever. Um, so he, he and he wants, you know, he's telling me where I'm, where to go, and I'm like, I'm not falling for that. Not after the last time somebody tried to scam me. So I was like, sir, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to put the destination on your side. And he looked at me. He's like, on my side. I was like, yeah, you or whoever ordered the vehicle, the vehicle for, he's gonna have to put that destination in there. So he's like, okay. And he does it doesn't doesn't seem to even I don't know guys I don't know it's like people aren't even kind or respectful he's not like my bad okay yeah for sure sorry about that nothing so I'm like okay it is what it is so the person puts the address in now the address that I got was two zero zero two no 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 I'm sorry two zero zero five okay. No, that's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm making this up, so I'm <laughs> I'm not even good at making it up. So it's two, let's just say the address was 2005, right? 2005. So I'm going blah, 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 blah. And he's like, don't take that way. You need to, I don't know, you can't, that's going to take you all the way around. You need to go to this freeway. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, if he knows a shortcut. But, but I'm like, I'm telling him, I said, both of my GPSs, because I have the GPS in my car and then I have the GPS attached to the, to the, the rideshare services. They're both telling me to go this way. So he's like, no, I'll let you know how to go. Now, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that either because, again, I've been scammed and somebody can say, hey, um, the driver dropped me off at the wrong place. I don't want to pay for this fare. So I've got to be more mindful of that. But I'm going to go along thinking maybe it's a shortcut. So we go on this freeway, blah, 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 blah. And it's just odd that, that even when we do that turn on the freeway, you know, usually the map will kind of adjust and, and it's, it knows that we're going a different way. But if it's still going to the destination, it's going to adjust. It'll change and it'll, it'll start to show 
how to get there. But my maps were telling me now to do a U-turn because I need to go all the way around. So I'm telling this guy, I'm like, hey, it's just odd that the, the GPS is telling me to go completely further away from where we are going. And he's like, no, no, that's cool. My job's just up here on the corner. Uh, it's right here when you get off the freeway. And I'm like, okay. And when we get there, here's the thing. When we get there, remember I said it was 2005? We get there and the, the, the building says 5002. So basically, whoever ordered the vehicle for him put in the address and got maybe dyslexic and put the opposite to, uh, opposite address in there. Because now I'm about to drop him off, but the, my, my thing says that I still have another 10 minutes to get to the destination. Now I'm thinking, okay, Uber's gonna wonder why am I dropping this person off at a different location 10 minutes before I'm supposed to drop them off. What gives? And I, I don't, it's not about me you know, losing out on an extra 10 minutes of a, a fare. It's about like telling this guy that this address is not the correct address and look at the building. The building is not the same address as the one in the GPS. He starts to get confrontational and he's like, no other Ubers had a problem dropping me off. And I said, sir, I'm just letting you know that the address is not the same address as the one that you, whoever ordered this vehicle for you. And then he, again, becomes confrontational, a little argumentative, a little sassy, if you ask me, in that he's being really like silly. And then he gets out of the car and he shakes his hand at me like whatever. And then he slams the door. And I'm like, you know what? Have a great day and God bless you. God bless you, sir. But I really wanted to say some other stuff. But Jesus is in my heart. I'm trying to be more like Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And he's lucky I found Jesus. And Jesus found me, if you will. But as I'm driving off, I'm like, duh. Like it's that's when it clicked that it, it got flipped. So instead of 2002 five it should have been five thousand and two and see if that was me guys if i would have even i would have first let the driver explain and i would have seen the address and said you know what my bad i guess my friend got dyslexic or something and i apologize i'm sorry that you're not gonna you know get any you know you're not gonna earn any more money because you're dropping me off 10 minutes before i was supposed to get dropped off from from the address something but this young and he was young early 20s maybe dude didn't even have the cooth to say that and instead just wants to act like I'm like I'm making it up like he didn't even want to see the address on the phone because if he would have looked at the address he would have saw that it was not the address where he's going but he didn't want to do that rude a rude driver and yes if you want to know I did rate that person who ordered the vehicle I gave them a one star and I put disrespectful in other in case they want to talk to me about it. But also, they need to know the person that they've ordered a car for is not a very nice person. So yeah, I don't feel bad about that. Even though that wasn't the person that belongs to the account, and they're responsible because they're giving a ride to somebody that's not them. And furthermore, as I've said in the past, people need to let the driver know that, yo, you're picking up so-and-so, so-and-so's name is so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? Why don't people do that? That's happened to like that happened about two or three times today. Okay, so yes, I'm getting to the second rude person. Then I end up getting somebody later on, and I show up, and the person is not wearing a mask. So I tell them, uh, and I'm, I'm com- communicating via text, and they said, 
I'll, I'll meet you at the leasing office. I said, okay, I'm waiting at the leasing office. Then uh, I wait a little bit longer and I'm like, are, are you coming? Because time is, time's elapsing. Yes, I'm coming. It's not them, guys. No, it was never them. It was this person named, a female name. And this person coming to, to me to get in my car is a male. And I'm like, before I even let the person get in, I go, who is this for? And he gives me his name. And I said, well, that's not the ride isn't for that person. And he makes a phone call and asks somebody to tell him who who ordered the ride. And then that person was on speakerphone and I heard them. And that was the name that checked out. Again, yes, I'm being more careful because I don't want to be scammed, guys. Scam me once, shame on you. Scam me twice, shame on me. So I'm not letting it happen. Anyway... Before he gets in the car, I said, you need a mask. And he's like, I didn't know I needed a mask. I have an extra one. So I gave him an extra one. And then he puts it on. He gets in the car. And then he freaking takes it off. And I look back at him like, dude, the whole point of me giving you a mask and telling you you need to wear a mask is for you to put said mask on while in the car. Really, guys? Oh, my gosh. And then, and then he didn't put it on. It's like, it's got to cover your nose and your mouth. And I'm like, what am I? Oh my gosh. Serious? Serial? Oh, rude. He was just rude. Um, just from the whole, and because he, he was telling his partner, he was like, oh yeah, but the driver's telling me I need to put a mask on. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Am I upsetting you? Because I want to do my part and I expect other people to do their part with keeping everyone safe. Am I not, am I the bad guy person? Am I the bad person now? Am I the bad guy? Like in that song, I'm the bad guy. White shirt. I don't even know all the lyrics to the song. Oh, but seriously, I'm no bad guy, Billy Eilish, whatever your name is. Um, I'm just doing my job, trying to give, do my part for the greater good. And yeah, so two rude people, but the other 12 people or 14 people that I gave a ride to were super cool. Really nice people I met today. Um, And the good, as I always say, outweighs the bad. So it wasn't a bad day. It wasn't a bad day, but I had to let you know about the two rude people. Moving on. Do you guys ever watch like true crimes or real stories on um, on YouTube? Like, I really like watching that stuff. Um, it, it, and there was one that really kind of was freaky that I never knew about, and it was like in the 1970s. And it was it's it's called the Girl Scout Murders. The girl the Girl Scout, yeah, the Girl Scout Murders. If you get a chance, go on YouTube and look that up, or even Google it. It's an unsolved case. Crazy, crazy, crazy. They still, they never found the murderer of these three young girls. And they were young guys. They were like, I don't know, eight, nine, 10, 11, maybe. Super young and very sad that they were murdered. And they were, for adult audiences, please understand, I have to say this, but they were sexually abused as well. And um, they never found the murderer. They believed that they there was a murderer that was a Native American in that area, um, but they were never able to prove it. And here's where it gets really crazy. 
is that this Native American apparently had a uh, witch doctor or tribe doctor, because from what I learned, they're like, they're good doctors. These are, they're good ones and bad ones, like with everything. And the, uh, the Native American dude that was the biggest suspect to this was uh, allegedly, supposedly, he was able to shape, be a shapeshifter, a shapeshifter, so he could turn into a bird or an owl uh, and fly and all that kind of stuff. And so people believe that he was shapeshifter and that that's how he got in and how he got out with not being found. And there were like police following him. And then all of a sudden, uh, it's like his trace went into the air. And it's so, so crazy. The story is so, so crazy. So I don't know. It intrigued me. And I'm really intrigued by all these stories that I, I read about. But it also makes me kind of like mindful of like, you just never know when something's going to happen. So you got to be really on your P's and Q's. You really got to know where you are. You really got to watch yourself, whether you're male or female, but especially if you're a female. And this is why I'm glad I don't have children because I think I would have kept them in, inside. I, I just don't know how. I don't know how my mom did it. I do not know how my mom did it with having four of us as a single parent, having to work all the time. I mean, it's, it's a miracle that we all survived seriously and it's a miracle she didn't go crazy I don't know how she did it I'll tell you one thing when I was younger okay my, my little sister is 10 years younger than me and we were in some store probably like a, a thrift store I believe and my mom had my my sister who was probably maybe two years old if that and so I was only 12 on, on like the shopping cart and my mom turned around, turned, turned to go look at some shirts or something. And I thought, I thought innocently that it would be funny if I just kind of took my little sister out of the car and then hid behind like something. And, you know, she, she, she knew it was me. So she didn't scream or anything like that. She kind of, you know, came to me willingly. And I just thought it would be funny. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know that that was not funny. I know that I would never do that again. And if I could go back, I would never have done it because I scared the crap out of my mother. She was so scared. And I think I never, I really don't know how scared she was, but I remember her being scared. And I, I, I don't blame her for being upset with me, you know, and angry at me because you should never do something like that and you know I think it's one of the moments that I realized you know her love for us and in the thought of losing one of her children to, to somebody stealing her child I mean my little sister is beautiful she's always been a cute little girl and grew up into a beautiful woman and I just you know I don't even know if my little sister knows that story so little sis if you ever do listen to this podcast and you're ever listening and you hear this episode now you know I'm so sorry I, you know thankfully you know you don't remember and it wouldn't have been anything for you because it's not like you got hurt or anything but mom was freaked out and so I, I couldn't be a mother like I, I couldn't I could not like I'd always be, you know, cautious and were and concerned that something might happen to my child, and then I have to be around my child all the time because I don't want anybody to do anything to my children. And so when I watched this documentary about the Girl Scout murders, I just, you know, I can't imagine the devastation that their parents had. Um, 
to to know that their children were not just murdered, but they were sexually assaulted, and um, yeah, it's horrible. So the the, the whole, most horrible also part of it is that they never found the murderer, um, and he eventually died. Like he went to jail for some rape he had done. I don't know a couple of years before, but he had to serve his time for that, and I think he died in prison. Um, it's a very interesting story, guys. So again, YouTube it or research it on uh, on Google, and it's called the Girl Scout Murders. And it was back in the nineteen, yeah, nineteen seventy six. I was five. Uh, um, you know that could have been my big sister. Like that's just crazy. Um, it's just a crazy case, and I just learned of it last week. So uh, those kind of things. Um, really piqued my curiosity of finding out like what happened to the murderer and, and it's very 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 sad that they never actually had a closure like the parents and family never got closure on what happened to their daughter to their family to the daughters and to their siblings and whatever so yeah wanted to share that with you guys you're welcome you're welcome i hope to give you a little tidbit of this or that that's off my normal topics but until then well until next time guys until next time my my little monkey and spunky and myself say good night as always stay safe stay healthy god bless you i'll see you on the flip side bye for now